Welcome back to episode 6 of the Lockdown Show. Now, unfortunately, because of timings and everything, Aiken will not be in today's episode. And I just thought, let's why not do a nice little football episode where I just talk about my opinions on the international break and how it's ruined a lot of clubs' seasons, possibly. So, now, the international break, in my opinion, was one of the worst ideas I could have thought of and heard of right now. Not mainly because no one actually wants to watch three international games, but because the players are already already under ridiculous strains after since being under one of the most packed footballing schedules ever remembered in the history of football. And quite a few clubs have been sent into total disarray after the most recent international break, which has led to many season-defining moments possibly. So, let's start off with Liverpool, where the international break has ruined the club, where they have been affected seriously, and by seriously I do mean seriously, with the club losing the likes of Joe Gomez to injury. And it didn't get in any better from there with Robertson, who was luckily back for the 3-0 triumph, which has just happened over Leicester. But let's get back to it. With Henderson getting injuries, getting an injury, Reese Williams picking up a hip injury with the England under-21s, and Mo Salah catching COVID-19 at family members' wedding. And this can, this can be season-defining injuries if Liverpool starts going to run a bad form, which was expected to start against Leicester tonight, with a lot of first first team starters out through injury. But luckily, it didn't. We we fit, we fought through it. Although I I say this was going to be bad, but we did we fielded a very strong team, and Mister Roberto Firmino did get on the score sheet again, second goal of the season. Oh. It, he he had missed a couple of chances, which were appalling. But yeah, let's carry on. So next up is Manchester City. And whilst they have taken some serious injury blows, although not as significant as Liverpool, we did see Nathan Ake come off for the Netherlands with a major... Well, with a no, not with really, really with a major, but with a hamstring problem, even though at the time it looked serious. It has now been said that it, that it won't be a major problem but, however, he will be missing a couple of weeks of action, which isn't the worst thing for Man City. Now, really, Man City are a bit lacking in the... Well, I say they're lacking in centre-back apartment. They easily have Ruben Diaz and Laporte, who can easily step in and do cracking jobs. But, yeah, so let's go on to the third Premier League club that's been affected, Tottenham, who have been quite badly hit with COVID-19 with players like Matt Doherty, who of course failed a test during his time with the Republic of Ireland. And making it worse, he was pictured with Gareth Bale in the Ireland-Wales game and and did come into contact with each other. But after the test, but he didn't test positive until after the, after the match, which was very, very scary considering Tottenham could also be having Gareth Bale out. So of course there were fears whether Bale could play and there were a lot of COVID doubts but since then he has tested negative and also another COVID related incident with Tottenham Hyun Min Son who faced COVID-19 scarce after an outbreak in the South Korean squad which later led him to isolate for the appropriate amount of time but luckily enough was back in time for the City game, which he ended up scoring the first goal, which was, it was a great move, great pass by Harry Kane, which they ended up winning 2-0. 
Great, great work for my fantasy team, by the way. Very happy. Now, from one London team to another, we're moving on to Arsenal now. Now, although they didn't have any injury or COVID-related problems, they didn't exactly have a great week, especially for the players, with Aubameyang, who was forced to sleep on an airport floor for six hours whilst his passport was being held by, I do believe, the Garnons, which I, I don't know why. It's Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. He's famous. Maybe they thought it was a fake passport. Maybe they don't know. I haven't read that much into it because, hey, a lot more worse things has happened this week for clubs. Now, meanwhile, another Arsenal player, Willian, who did fly to Dubai and was pictured with Salt Bay, which raised a lot of concerns because of COVID-19 regulations and with players meant to be in a bubble. Now, I don't actually... Well, obviously... No, he didn't end up playing for Brazil. So, yeah, but he should have been in a bubble and shouldn't be in close contact with Sol Bay after all. Now, from one London team to another London team to another London team. As for Chelsea, they had their own issues with Ben Chilwell limping off after a collision whilst on England duty, which left him with back spasms. But it, it looks like he'll be fit for Newcastle which I do believe he was, but I didn't really watch the game that much. But two players who definitely weren't back for the um, Newcastle game was number one being Thiago Silva, who Frank Lampard did confirm was tired after flying back from Brazil on Wednesday. And since they're playing, since they played on Saturday at 12.30, there was, I doubt there was ever a part of Frank Lampard that thought he would be able to play. Now, another player who, of course, Christian Pulisic, who had to withdraw from the US national team with a hamstring injury. So, oh, bit shaky. Pulisic is a cracking player, but he has had a couple of couple of injuries recently with his, I do believe, his hamstring and lower legs and everything like that. So, let's just all hope Pulisic can be back and fight round to go for Chelsea because, hey, I like a good title race, even though I'm a Liverpool fan. But it doesn't end there with Kai Havertz, who also tested positive for coronavirus earlier this month. But he's back in training after completing his isolation and could be available. I wasn't 100% sure yet again. So yeah, I think that's it for Chelsea. Now, obviously, there are a ton of problems with the rest of people in Eng- players in England with players like Eze, Coleman, Duffy, I do believe, Rashford and many other players pulling out with either injuries or covid over the international break, which is a which is a big shame. But yeah, now let's go over Europe and now let's go to Spain where Real Madrid, most importantly, lost Sergio Ramos, their, their best defender. I'd probably say one of the best defenders of all time, without a shadow of a doubt. But he unfortunately did pick up an injury in the 6-0 demolition of Germany. Can I just say that was a great game. Honestly, Spain played amazingly. Ferran Torres is now proving why he should be starting for Man City. Obviously, he is, but he's showing now how much of a top-quality player he really is. Now, from one La Liga chine to another, Atletico Madrid. Because, unfortunately, they did lose Luis Suarez to COVID-19, which will affect their season at the moment, as they did face Barcelona this weekend, but luckily ended up coming out as 1-0 victors. So, hats off to... Atletico beating Barcelona because I think a lot of people would have thought Barcelona would have won since Suarez was out but hey just shows the quality of Atletico Madrid this season but not only Suarez who had to miss the match also Hector Herrera missed out the match as he got injured with Brazil 
with Brazil, sorry, I mean Mexico. What am I saying? South American countries, am I right? Hey, but also it doesn't even end there. Jan Oblak picked up a minor injury with Sl- Slovenia, but it wasn't serious, so I didn't really watch the Atletico Barca game, so he might have been back, might not be. I don't really know. And now for the final big club in Spain and La Liga, Barcelona, who unfortunately during their 1-0 defeat to the hands of Atletico, they lost Pique to a very serious knee injury. He's damaged a lot of stuff in there. And with this being a major injury, major knee injury as well, he will be missing the majority of the season. Much like Virgil van Dijk for Liverpool, which is a shame. And let's just hope he recovers, eh? Because he, he's, a, he's a quality centre-back, to be fair to him. But yeah, now let's quickly go over to Germany with players like Kimmich and Tolisso both picking up injuries and having to fly back to Bavaria to retrieve, receive treatment on international duty. Now, this is just showing the fact that international duty has absolutely just ruined players and clubs so far because with the tight schedules they've been facing, it's it's just shocking, really. Well, it's not shocking. But they've been under. They've been put under a lot of pressure with all the games they're playing, and it's, they're playing games like every every three to four days, which is mental. And with obviously now with City and United having to play catch up games during December, I'm not sure there's a week where they're not playing two to three matches. So that's crazy. And let's just hope none of those players get badly injured. Well, obviously as a Liverpool fan, I would like them to get injured. But hey, you just want to see a good title race at the end of the day. Now, don't get me wrong. I can carry this list on, but yes, let's just say the players have been uh, overworked this season, and we're only at the beginning, which is mental. So, now let's just quickly go, you know what, let's just quickly lighten up the mood, and finally, let's talk about a transfer rumour that I very much want to happen, that has been circling around recently, that I believe can be a big improvement for the club that are reportedly interested in signing the player. Right, and this player is where Arsenal are being linked to the talented midfield Daniel Sobloskai, who's, honestly, he's a cracking player. He's coming up in the ranks. Now, Arsenal have been linked with him to help out their creativity problems, which obviously is understandable because they are lacking in the finishing and attacking outputs, which he will be an absolute demon in and will help them very much. And he has proved this so with so far this season. He has shone in the Austrian Bundesliga with six goal contributions in seven games and has even scored two goals in three Champions League games, including a goal against Atletico. Now, I understand everyone saying, oh, well, we'll probably be saying, it's the Austrian Bundesliga, it means nothing really. But we saw him playing with the likes of Erling Haaland last season, who was amazing in the Austrian Bundesliga and carried on and showed that against with with Dortmund this season, and who has now won the Golden Boy Award, which hats off, he has definitely been the best young player and will carry on being the best young player in the world for at least a couple more seasons, well, until he's not regarded as a young player anymore. And we've also seen the likes of Minamino, and I do believe Juan Hee Chan, who have both come out of the Austrian Bundesliga and who are both very solid players. Now, he's also proved it on the European front with him scoring a goal against Atletico Madrid, and also, he's been on great form for Hungary and scored a 92nd minute winner against Iceland, sealing Hungary's qualification to the Euros. Now, 
honestly, this it was a great goal. It was crazy. I recommend you go see it if you haven't already. Now, at the time of recording this, Arsenal have only scored nine nine league goals in eight games, which is the fifteenth best record in the Premier League, which is not very good, and have an average of nine point one shots per game, which is only just above Newcastle. That's crazy because on you don't see Newcastle making a lot of shots or. It's mental that a club of Arsenal's calibre are only just out, have, having a better average shots per games ratio than the likes of Newcastle United. Now, this just shows how much Arsenal aren't really a top-tier team anymore. Well, I wouldn't regard them at least in the top five, top six anymore. I'd probably say they're about seventh or eighth. Probably say Wolves are better than them, and that's just mental. Now, Danny Sabloskai has also been linked with the likes of Bayern Munich, Real Madrid and AC Milan. Now, these are all reportedly interested by the Daily Mail, but I see him being a cracking player for every single team that have been linked with him. Obviously, I think he won't get much game time at Real Madrid, which I wouldn't recommend he goes and joins. But Bayern Munich, I could definitely see him getting at least 15 games a season for them. Well, when he joins, I could see him getting 15 games. And I could also see him doing very well with AC Milan. With them obviously doing incredibly well right now with the likes of Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Rafael Liao, I do believe. But yeah, I thought let's just do this one little transfer rumour for Sabloskai. And yeah, just because I believe he's a truly great player and he's proven it. He's proved it the last two seasons, to be brutally honest with you. But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed episode six of the Lockdown Show. Um, This was just my thoughts and opinions on the international break and how it's affected clubs this season and could be playing a major part in the rest of the season. And also, I just wanted to talk about Daniel Sabloskai for the last few minutes, just talking about how good he's been and how how it's just a surprise that he's only just started being linked with moves away from the Austrian League to go to the likes of the Premier League, Bundesliga, La Liga and Serie A. So yeah, I hope, yeah again, hope you've enjoyed episode six of the Lockdown Show. Unfortunately, Aikam wasn't with us today, but I hope you go on, leave, obviously leave a follow on Spotify and yeah, let's just stay tuned. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And well, quickly, I just want to quickly say there will be two more episodes out next week, hopefully on Monday and well, Monday or Tuesday and sometime between Thursday, Friday, Saturday or Sunday. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Please make sure to leave a follow on Spotify. And yeah, I think that's goodbye from me. Obviously not a goodbye from Aiken because he wasn't here. But yeah, thanks for watching and goodbye.